everyone. Welcome to One Girls Chat. This is Maria. And this is Kim. Thank you for tuning in to our episode today where we are discussing... Insecurities. Yes, insecurities. Are you excited about today's episode? Yeah, sure. I love talking about insecurities. I feel personally, you may think that's jokey, mm. um, but I think that when you give insecurities um, some light and you start, it's like it's like the vampire that can't go out in sun and it starts to weaken itself once you start to over like overpower it, you know, yeah, by talking I, about it. Acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, so the reason I think we chose to... Um, have an entire episode on this is a for our listeners to kind of get us to get us um, get, to us. get to know us a little better. It's a hot day out here in the in the Korea. Okay, yeah. um, so want our listeners to get to know us a little better, but also um, it's like a means of therapy. It's exactly like what you just said, yeah. just putting it out there and giving it less power than it deserves. Yeah. Also, I find that um, when I hear people talk about their insecurities, it makes me feel like I'm not alone, like I'm closer to them, even if they're just like a, a person on the internet or something. But it's nice to know that you don't have to struggle with something in your head because it actually exists in the real world for other people. And in that, I feel like um, it's it's uh, it's not as deep as we make it out to be. You know, it's a little bit more normalized in that sense. Yes, and sometimes also you realize that other people have similar insecurities to you. Um, so that's... That's what I just said. Oh. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just not listening to I you know, here. Um, anyway, so why don't you go ahead and start then? About my insecurity? So what's the question? Like, what's my biggest insecurity? Yeah, so I think we're just going to go back and forth and just talk about some of the things that plague our minds and... Plague. Oh my gosh, that sounds like it's fungus that's just growing across my mind. Uh, my my deepest insecurity that's uh, that I think about, I guess it would be the deepest because it affects the way that I act on a daily basis, is being accepted as I am. Um, and it's been, because, okay, who I am, naturally as I am, mm-hmm. um, is someone who's very straightforward, direct. Um, I wouldn't consider myself quote unquote nice. I would consider myself effective and I look at the end goal and how, how to get there. Mm. You know, it sounds kind of very black and white businessy, but that's just the way that I've, I've done things because that's the way that I wouldn't mind things being done to me. Shoot. You know? Um, but not everyone works like that. In fact, many people don't work like that. They work Mm. the opposite way. So, um, since I was a rug rat, it's been not even rug rat. Let's, let's say high school. Since I was in high school, I'm like really coming to know myself and take on, um, take on activities that were passion projects for me. In those instances, you can find a little bit more of yourself than just doing what everyone else is doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when that was happening, obviously I was gaining a voice. And when you gain a voice, you gain some confidence. When you gain some confidence, you feel like you could just spout off at the mouth and say stuff. So uh, the way that I that I talk and I interact, it was totally, it was much more unrefined than it is now. And um, I didn't think that I had anything to improve upon, but, you know, I heard a lot of words like I was being too brash. I was being too mean. I was, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how could you think that I'm mean? I'm so because nice. Because you're just being yourself. I'm just so. being myself. I'm being nice. I'm funny. I'm this. I'm that. Don't you? I mean, it wasn't like you're too brash. I can't be friends with you. It was like close friends, people who are close to me, my mom, family members saying things like that. Oh, wow. That was harsh. And it's like, I'm sorry that you can't handle the truth. That's the way that I would see it. And I'm not even gonna lie. That's the way that I still see a lot of the things. I just don't voice it, you know, like, because I, I realize nowadays that, um, 
everyone has something that they're going through. And I was, beyond being unrefined, I was really insensitive to how other people were feeling, what they were going through, how they accept, uh, whether it's critique or just general comments about stuff, like whether they even need it. Like I was just thinking that I could do anything, but that's still part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And like we change as, as time goes on, like the core of who we are, it, it's still, there's still a nucleus, right? But they're the, the, um, surrounding parts, it, they, they change, they mm -hmm. morph as time goes on. So right now I'm still finding that like, it's hard, uh, to connect with people when, um, they expect me to be like a lot nicer or they expect me to just mirror how they're acting if they're being super nice or whatever. And I'm totally, actually I have a funny situation mm -hmm. that just happened this past, um, uh, not this past weekend, a couple weekends ago. Tell us. <laughs> so, so I was with some friends at um, the um, Mud Festival here in Korea, in Boryong. It's like a famous festival that happens. It's like whatever. So a lot of people come out, and we were getting some food at night at this place called Mom's Touch, which is just like a fast food joint. Mm -hmm. But everyone was going there because there were limited options. So there were these military guys. Not surprising to find them there. Um, and I almost like dropped my tray on like dropped my whole tray and so one of them made a comment was like oh you're so goofy and i'm like okay well if he wants to talk like let's talk i or mean whatever. if you must and, and his friend his friend was like oh she's not goofy she's beautiful like trying to get trying to get it yeah i know i see you're rolling your eyes yeah and i was like you know what i i've been drinking soju for like five hours now i think i can i can i can i can handle it like i can i can i can um humor this little boy okay. and so i go over and start talking to him and he is just he's black that's important because of the what he's saying and he's asking like oh are your friends antisocial because they were still sitting at the 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 um the table behind and michelle was with me too shout out michelle shout out <laughs> and so um he calls michelle because she was getting up i guess to get ketchup for a chicken or something that was her excuse and then he, he calls her over so she sits down and he's he's talking about um He's talking about, oh, she's wearing a shirt that says, I only fuck with kings. And so he's like, you know, conversation starter, I guess. He's like, oh, um, I like your shirt. What do you mean by a king? And we're really telling him, you know, it's not about being a literal king. It's about the way you carry yourself. Of course. And then he goes on to say, yeah, you know, like when I think of a queen, I think obviously of you girls, like a black woman is a queen. I was like, that's nice. And he's like, you know, if I were to be with, um, if to be with a white female and have a baby with, uh, with her and he just sort of starts trailing off. I think he's seeing our faces cause we're like, what, what does that have to do with? So I, I ask him and Michelle is like trying to egg him on like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. what, what were you going to say? No, no, continue. This is how I do with my my, my students. This is not what I do with grown people who have, mm -hmm. who are making these kind of you know, weird thoughts that right, can be right. totally egregious. And I was like, what does that have to do with being anything, anything that we're talking about, but especially yeah. being royalty, you know, right. holding yourself to a certain standard, please enlighten us. And I didn't know that I was doing that, but the next day Michelle was like, I tried to X, Y, Z, what I just explained, but Cam, her face was totally like, she was not having it. I was like, okay, there's, there's another representation of how I act and I didn't even know it, but I'm not going to change anything about that. Mm -hmm. Although it is, it is an insecurity because I don't want to not be accepted for who I am or people think that I'm mean or whatever, you know? Right. You want people to see you for who you are, but With it's... my intention. I want them to, right. to understand the intention behind it. And as I am getting older, it's a lot easier to find people who I click with because they can get the intention. They see who I am. They see how I interact with people. And it's, it's genuine. It's not... Um, it's not because I'm trying to be rude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that's... Mm -hmm. When I... When I pick... When I... 
you know, it's about picking and choosing your battles. Like I mentioned before, when I was younger, everything was a battle. Everything was a fight. Mm -hmm. But as I'm getting older, it's like I don't have the energy and I don't have the care to be um, mentioning something about everything, even if I feel like there is a critique that needs to happen. You know, I just let things be. Mm -hmm. So something you're working on. Yeah. You know. A day to day. Right. Everything, you know, it's fine. What about you? Uh, (laughs) I have a none. (laughs) Um, my insecurity I guess the first one that came to mind that comes to mind is something kind of similar but I feel like it's something I don't feel as insecure about because I've worked on it actively worked on it but for me it's really about finding a I have a very strong personality I'm aware of that I've always been aware of that and for me it's about finding the balance between putting my strong personality out there, being true to myself, but also I do have a care and I I do consciously consider and think about how people perceive me and how my general demeanor comes off. So for me, it's been a real challenge trying trying to find a balance between being true to myself, but also having people like me because a part of my personality and a part of who I am is uh concerned with the way people liking me yeah and I don't and it sounds really superficial but um I want them to genuinely like me I don't mean like me like I need to be popular or have a lot of friends no I mean like I want people to genuinely like me because I'm very concerned with people um seeing my good intentions however uh oftentimes especially when I was younger my strong personality took over and overshadowed my good intentions. How so? For example, um, not being conscious or not being considerate of the fact that just because I have a strong personality and I can make certain jokes and I can have a certain level of confidence doesn't mean that everyone else around me can. And I may make a certain joke that to me is, is funny or is nothing but is actually hurtful to someone else. And it's been like, I remember, I think I've, we've talked about this before, but I remember my first office job, um, I met this, this woman, she was, she was a grown woman. She was in her mid thirties, but at the time I was probably like 21, 22, maybe 23. Uh, Anyways, I was super young and she had this amazing, strong, uh, outgoing personality, but she was so nice and so considerate and so sweet at the exact same time but she was loud and she was you know like very out there like she didn't hold anything back but at the same time was just like everyone loved her at the office and I remember it was probably like one of the first times that I ever became conscious of this insecurity was when I I straight up just asked her like how do you do it how do you do have a strong personality and have a big personality without being obnoxious and hurtful and she was like honestly like you will learn with age like you will learn with experiences like how to manage that so that's definitely been like one of my most ongoing things like even now in situations I find myself like I'll say something and then the next day, like I'll go out and uh, talk to a bunch of people and the next day I'll be like, was I too mean to that person? Was I too this? Was I too that? Like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? And I'll question myself because, um, because of my past, you know, and like just being like more obnoxious when I was younger and stuff. So yeah, that's probably my biggest one. And it also is triggered easier. For example, if someone tells me the next day, oh, Maria, you made that like, oh my God, it was like, 
you know, kind of like whatever, like why, you know, it was a little bit hurtful what you said to this person, even though that hasn't been, there's only, there's one person, a friend that I had recently that, um, said that that a few times. Um, and it just like literally spiraled out of control and it wasn't, they weren't. That friend is problematic. So that's not even like, it's not even about, cause that guy and that friend is, is problematic, you <laughs> know, like Bill, is, they're not even like a valid source. Right. But the fact, the fact that they're not a valid source and the way that they were doing there, we know now in hindsight that their intentions were not well, I know that, but the fact that even that like, uh, made me, my thoughts right. and my it feelings. A, it wasn't about, it wasn't about them. It was about what that comment did to you. Triggered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It triggered that insecurity where I was like, oh my God, I'm like a shitty person. Like I've totally made everyone feel bad. Like I'm never going out again. I'm just going to stay in my room. You know, Yeah. <laughs> you know, and actually you and I talked about it when yeah. I came to you, like, is this that bad? Like, did I fuck up last night? Like, did I say something? And Cam was like, no, like you didn't do any of I like, mean, the, the the reality is like there, especially when you're inebriated, there's going to be things that you don't real, like you cannot realize that you're doing, you know, like totally, you can't, yeah. ca- you can't catch everything right. as you do when you're sober, you know, and you can be more conscious of your decisions, but you can't not be yourself or you can't like, you love to go out. You can't not go out because you might hurt somebody's feelings. You know what I mean? But what you do have to do is make sure that either you don't drink to that point where you can't catch it because you know you're already predisposed to hurting people's feelings just by opening your mouth. No. (laughs) And the the reality is that I I don't, like I've never gotten, like in the last, you know, in my adult life, like in the last few years, at least let's just say in the last year, let's just talk like, you know, recently. No, no one's come to me and said that I've been hurtful to them or anything. I'm so conscious of it. I'm like over, overly aware of it, you know? It must be exhausting. It is, yeah. So but it's exhausting when you have people in your life that like use that to use make you, you make you insecure. Yeah. yeah. That was I think like the worst case scenario. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean like I I was mentioning this to you before. I ex- I felt this the same feeling when you basically when you when you confront a situation head on that you um, are dealing with on your own. It's an insecurity of yours and you bring it to light because you're trying to smash it. Like you're trying to, to destroy it. And someone uses that basically to rub the salt in the wound. Yeah. You know, that is the worst. It is the worst case scenario because this is why people don't want to confront their ugly, their ugliness. This is why people don't want to confront it because mm-hmm. for fear that someone is going to use it and, and hurt them with it. And so when it happens, it's like, Oh, well the worst case scenario just happened. What, you know, the good thing about it is that you, have lived through it, you know, like yeah. bring it on, man. Like I've lived yeah. through it. Yeah. Maybe there was some contention, um, between you and the person like after that was said, but you lived through it. No. And it was, it, it ended up being a positive thing because it really, I, it's, that's why it's so important to have good people in your life because what I did was call you and yeah. say like, this is the conversation that I just had. This is what this person just told, told me. I'm spiraling in my mind out of control about if I'm a fucking terrible person. Yeah. And Kim was really the one that kind of stabilized that. And that's why it's important to have genuine people in your life. One of the many reasons. And, and also not, and I'm just going to, you know, put myself not n- nice people because i could easily have said 
things that sugarcoated it, but it's not about being that nice person that sugarcoats the truth. It's about be, being affected. Cause I remember you telling me certain things and I kind of confirming what they said, what, you know, maybe this, you said, maybe, maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe he's doing it. It's clear that he doesn't like you. It's clear he's resenting you. So yeah. not be like, Oh no, that mustn't be it. You know, you're great, Maria. Like he must like, he just must be going. No, it's clear yeah, that that's that the this case. This person is not is, is against being you a good for friend. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. To be, to be truthful about it. Yeah, so that would probably be my 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 biggest thing. Um, okay, let's jump to another one for you, Kim. Another one for me. I think it's kind of related to to the first one. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell by the way that I speak. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 a really confident person. I'm like overconfident, and that's purposeful. It's not because um, I'm delusional. Though I a little, yeah, sometimes yeah. I could be a little delusional, but like <laughs> I like me, so okay, I'm cool with that. But no, I'm overconfident because I've realized throughout my life that um, it's much easier for me to humble myself than to build myself up, mm-hmm. and uh, it just takes it takes a lot more effort, a lot more time, and uh, yeah, I, I don't even want to get into that because it's it's a whole it's a lo- it's a longer conversation. So anyway, I'm I'm super confident because I because of the reason I just stated and I see the way that men are uh, treated and the way they act and like what why why do I hold back? I have the same qualities, same qualifications, the same capabilities. Why am I not using those? Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, that started um, me just like changing the way that I talk, the way that I interact with people, and so I built up a lot of confidence for myself. And it's a lot of like ego, you know, you rile yourself up before something, you you boost yourself up, you gas yourself, and then it just becomes a lifestyle. So uh, sometimes, absolutely, it could tip the scales. Like that's bound to happen. You know, there's right, right. it's hard to regulate. But um, a co- the insecurity portion of it is uh, a lot of people are not like this. In fact, as I said before, many people are not like this, and I think the world doesn't want for women to be confident at all. Like there's just so much that's bringing us down, but I don't listen to the world. I try not to listen to the world. You know, one of my, my, my catchphrases in my head is like always trying to break the shackles of society. (laughs) That society holds us, that holds us, um, holds over us, holds over us or holds with us. Holds us. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's getting hotter and hotter in here. It doesn't make sense. But, um, it's along the same lines as my first insecurity that mm-hmm. I mentioned, yeah. but um, it can be a little bit more hurtful because when you spend a lot of time uh, and a lot of energy building yourself up and telling yourself you're so great because you can't expect anyone else to do it for you. That's mm-hmm. really another reason why I do it, uh, for someone to try and trivialize your 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 confidence or try to take your confidence away from you, make you feel like you don't deserve it or just make you feel bad for being so confident. So you, you feel an insecurity with having too much confidence because people consistently try to bring like bring shame down. you almost yeah, for like being so confident? It's not, it's sometimes it's so indirect. So I find myself, yeah, to, to, how has this, this practically come up in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I find myself in situations where I, I know in a lot of situations I am – Re- like the most, uh, probably the most outspoken one. I won't say I'm the smartest. I won't say I'm the most um, articulate one or most or most eloquent one. But I would probably be the most outspoken one. The one with the one who is more apt to raise a que- raise my hand and ask a question or share a thought. Okay. Um. And but I find myself pulling back from that because I'm like I don't want people to think that I'm too confident. You know, like I don't want I don't want that yeah, to be used against nuts. me. It's like, nuts, right? It, it sounds nuts, but imagine if you're me and then you're in that situation, and it's not even just a one time thing. It happens time and time again. So, 
you know, when you have people telling you or looking at you like, oh, she thinks she that, or making comments afterward. I mean, I've, I've, I graduated the top of my class and that's not because like the last year I did well, it was like all four years I was doing well. And, and I had people say, and this is still in high school too, uh, towards the end of high school, people saying things from the end of high school to the end of college, like, oh, of course you did. Oh, what'd you get? Oh, I already knew you got an A. Yeah. Totally like, shaming you yeah, for doing for well doing and being well. successful. Yes, exactly. And it, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's well. This good. is it's like it's so much. Uh, it's so interesting how it's, it's projection like, for sure. It is projection, but it's like you know for for people in general, but especially women. Yeah, you should be confident. You know, they we in the media, all these outlets, all of these products, all of these things that they sell you to be more confident, to love yourself, yeah. but not too much. You yeah. know, don't love yourself too much. Don't accept yourself too much. And that completely is projection of everyone else, of right. other people's feelings and insecurities. And also it serves them. It serves the people around you. It serves yeah. other people for you to not raise your hand and ask questions because then it makes them and you making yourself look better and standing out. It also makes them fall back. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that is kind of related to your first one. And, and it's interesting how. So it's another layer to it. It is, yeah. Another insecurity that I have, um, which I wouldn't really call it an insecurity. I think it's more of a an growing anxiety. But as I get older, um, definitely spend more time thinking about whether I'm going to find someone that will compliment me for who I am genuinely and accept me for who I am. I think that um, as I get older, I get more comfortable with myself and less willing to uh adapt to someone else and with that comes the possible comes uh, the possibility and yes the possibility of uh not finding the right partner life partner you know so it's not something that i necessarily feel insecure about but it is definitely a growing anxiety and honestly in X number of years, I don't know if I'm still in a similar situation. It may become a, a big insecurity. Yeah. For sure. Like putting myself out there in fear that I'm not that someone's not gonna accept me for who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one with the I don't like I mentioned to you earlier before we started this episode, I don't think about relationships. It's not something that comes to mind for me. Um mm. I don't spend a lot of time pondering on that because it just feels so inauthentic to me to think about it because I think when there's someone who is like not necessarily made for you, but someone who matches you really well, you can get on with really well. Um, it would just be so organic that we won't, there would be no planning necessary, but I, I totally, cause we don't want to spend our lives alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as, as we do get older and you know, these things, they get bumped up on the priority list. Yeah, they do. And you know what? I will say, what? if I'm going to be completely um, transparent, Please I do. think my uh, last relationship completely fueled this anxiety as well because I had never been in that position before where I actually was thinking long term with, with someone else in mind. And when... Usually you think long term with just yourself in mind. <laughs> just- True. <laughs> honestly, honestly, because I can't make long-term plans with someone that doesn't exist, yes, yeah, you know? Yeah, so exactly. I'm really thinking selfishly until, you know, sometimes, at least in my case, I can't speak for anyone else, but I, you know, you meet someone and you think, okay, wow, this is, this is it. And, um, I think I was so confident in, and put myself like really, I was very vulnerable in that situation that when the rug got pulled from under me, it fueled that 
Am I actually going to find someone? Definitely. And like, honestly, I just think about it less now because so much time has gone by. But in the beginning, I remember thinking like, this is that. Like, I'm never like, who is going to care for me like that again? You know, like who, how am I ever going to find another person just like that? But, you know, like I said, I don't really think about it as much now, but definitely that fueled that anxiety. Um, but I'm still young, you know, I'm turning 25 soon. <laughs> you know, by the time that this episode airs, the birthday, the the alleged birthday would have come and gone. <laughs> you know, you got to stop using that damn joke. It's not a joke. Oh, snap. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, another insecurity that I have. It's not an insecurity. I'm just using that as the, the plug in word because it's like our keyword. Yeah. But um, something that comes to mind that I find myself basically, guys. Basically, I'm the queen of digressions, so that's the first. We thing. all know. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. Um, and the second thing is that when we say insecurity here, let's really break down the etymology of the word. Mm-hmm. Insecurity means that it's not secure, it's not stable. Yeah. So when we're talking about it, it's not something that we we cannot get out of. They're not so deep as that we cannot get out of bed for fear that this insecurity might take over our being and right, you know right. control us. It's that. We, when we think about it, there's a little bit of anxiety. Like you mentioned, there's some instability. There's like, I don't have control over this, this portion of my life. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, the one that I want to just touch on very briefly is my, my disassociation, dissociation, dissociation, um, with the black culture. I didn't grow up in black culture and, uh, I grew up, you know, around white people and I grew up as a Nigerian. So... When at a certain point in high school, I really wanted to find like a tribe, you know, black people. I really wanted to be in black culture and it it was cool. It was fine. Like there was still, you know, I got made fun of for sure. (laughs) For sure. I got made fun of because of the way that I talk, Mm. um, because of the way that I act, you know what I mean? My only saving grace Mm -hmm. was that I have the hips of an African woman, (laughs) the hips. So they don't lie. That's the saving grace there because, you know, we can both twerk and shit. Um, And then in college, it was still an insecurity. It was more of an insecurity in college because then, you know, I was 17 going on 18 when I entered when I entered college. That's like the height, you know, like you're going you're in this new phase and um, you want everyone to like you want to be accepted. But I have always maintained that place, that rhythm uh, between being you know, the white girl's best friend and the black girl's best friend because yeah. I just am relatable. You know what I mean? Um, but it was definitely an insecurity because I wanted to be accepted by people who look like me. Right, right. But, you know, as time went on, especially in university, uh, that's less of a priority than is getting the fuck out of the school and getting a job yeah. and, you know, starting my career. So that went to the back burner. But it's it comes up a little bit nowadays when um, I, I, I see something going on in pop culture and somebody, you know, calls me out like people are dancing to a song in a club and I have no, I'm like, can we just play some Suavemente by, uh, by Elvis Crespo? Like, why are we playing trap music? I don't like it. I can't dance. I can't move my waist. (laughs) So, (laughs) so it becomes a little bit. And then I just feel like I'm not black enough to, to be part of the conversation or whatever. But then I realized quickly that I don't need to be a certain amount of anything to be a valid person right. because now, I am enough as I am. That's where the confidence comes in. Yeah, truly. truly. Like, there's no, no jokes. Like, that's it. Like, I don't need to be 
I don't need to be like everyone else to right. fit in. I don't need to fit in. That's the the hope is that you get to a point where you at least mostly accept yourself for who you are and can be proud of who you are. Yeah. Because the alternative in my situation is it does, there's no harm that's done. You know, in the other ones that I mentioned being too direct, too too straightforward, insensitive, um, not empathetic or whatever, and being overconfident and maybe in inappropriate settings, those can hurt people. Yeah. But me not being, um, not uh, associating with black culture as much as another black person does hurts nobody. It doesn't even hurt me. Because I have what I like. It's not like I'm losing something by not associating with that. I have my own things that I like. You know what I mean? I know, but anybody. Yeah, but that's where your confident kind of comes in and swoops in, swoops in and and saves you. You know what I mean? Because if you didn't have that or if you lacked that, you could that insecurity. You could definitely feed it by changing yourself and trying so desperately and so hard to be accepted in. Uh, a community that you don't necessarily relate to yes, organically, yeah, you know? Organically. So that, I mean, I don't have that uh, because... You don't want to be black too? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean with the Afghan culture because yeah. I'm so not in it. Yeah, um, I've never had that insecurity because... You don't care. I don't care and I don't particularly like it. You yeah. know, there's so many negative parts of it that I'm just like, oh my God, I'd, I'd rather be a good person and be true to who I am than feed into this nonsense, you I know? I swear, if I ever said that about black culture, the vultures that would descend on my home. Isn't that crazy? That's a whole nother, but people think about that. I'm not editing this this out because yeah. it's unrelated. Like, no, no, if no. I ever said, like, I don't like black culture, um, I think that there's so many negative aspects of it. Not putting your, but just saying. No, you know, no, I'm thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah like the true. amount of, of, of hate I would yeah. get. I also think that the black culture is so much more like prevalent and dominant than the Afghan culture. Maybe that's why. I actually thought you were Afghanistanian (laughs) when I met you. So that speaks to that. I was like, is she Arabic? Arabic? I shouldn't laugh. I should really stand up for myself. Is she Arabian or what's Afghan? We're Afghanese. I I should stand up for myself here. But, um, you know, it's all about your your priorities and and building a real foundation of confidence can really save you from a lot of, I think it's between building a foundation of confidence for yourself and also surrounding yourself with good people. I was thinking that too, like having that reinforced. And, and when you're when you're older like us, when your grandma's like us, you choose where you can how I'm you can twenty five. <laughs> okay, uh, we you choose where you can have that reinforced. As a child, you want to make sure uh, you you can't choose that as a child, right? Yeah. Um, but as an adult, you choose what you you take in the media you take in the people you surround yourself yeah. the jobs you have all that kind of stuff so you choose how to have your confidence reinforced so yeah, yeah. for sure um why don't we talk about like totally flip the script here and talk about some things that we can flip. confidently ow <laughs> that didn't hurt um i hurt my feelings um the things that we're that we're super secure about yeah things that no one can tell you otherwise okay you start it okay um I know that I make people feel good. Well, I, know. I thought you were going to say, I know that I make bomb tuna melts. <laughs> that was number two. <laughs> okay. um, I know without a doubt in my mind that I have good intentions. And when I meet people, I genuinely am like invested in getting to know them and I invested in making them feel good. Yeah. That's something that gives me a lot of confidence and a lot of joy and happiness. Yeah. And 
no one can tell me otherwise. Like if someone called me the next day and said, you are being like very, you know, very uh, welcoming or kind to that person, I'd be like, bullshit. Like, yes, I was. So that is something I've, I'm very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. With myself. How about you? Similar to you, I, I do feel really secure about my intentions with people, you know, um, the way I, I, I can, I feel really secure about the way that I relate to people. It's very, uh, I'm, I'm good at just reading people, reading yeah. their energy. And, um, if truthfully, truth be told, if I, if you feel like I'm not meeting your energy, it's not because I didn't realize what it was. It's because I chose not to, but I can always read your, your energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Usually I don't exploit it, but there are cases where I do. I'm just going to be honest with people out there. So I really feel good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel really good about, about my interpersonal connection. Yeah. Like yeah. Really, really strong. Okay. Um, another thing I feel really good about is, um, how I present myself. I've, uh, yeah, just how I present myself physically in okay, general. Cool. I'm confident in how I look and how I dress and how I approach the world as soon as I leave my place. And, uh, yeah, sort of like that general, um, impression. energy impression that I give. Yeah. I said this actually a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> at the bar we were talking about tinder I was, I was talking to a couple people at the bar about tinder and i was like you know i just can't do tinder because i'm not good at texting like i would be so good at speed dating and someone's like uh, you would be so good at that because my first impression game is just on point you so said that too yes too. i have i've said it on, on a podcast i think so um yeah. yeah so that would be another one uh another one for me's I'm really secure about the steps I take towards bettering myself. Mm. It's like it is overarching in my life. You know, like I'm just, I think that speaks for itself. I don't need yeah. to go into detail, yeah, but yeah. like whatever I do, I'm really committed. If it's going to better me, if it's if it's hard, but it's going to better me, I'm doing it without a doubt. If it's easy and it's going to better me, of course I'm doing it's it. It's your commitment you know? to yourself. Yeah, 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 exactly. Amazing. That's great. And so important. Yeah. I would probably a bandwagon on that too. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm, I consistently try to better myself in every way as much as possible. But I, I would like to know from our listeners who stuck with us all these minutes here. <laughs> um, not even that I would like to know it, but I would prompt for you to think about a couple things that you're insecure with and why you're insecure about them what's like the root cause of it because a lot of the times we build something up we build a shell around something that's like that's really not as big as, big as, as, it, yeah. as it is the shell is bigger than the, than actual... the actual problem or the actual right. root thing um and the root thing can be solved that's not going to apply to everyone's situation sure sure but Sometimes it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also think about a couple of things that you are super secure with. Yeah. That you know that's unshakable without a... Indubitably. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite word. It is your um, favorite word, definitely. Yeah. No, my favorite word is actually idiosyncrasy, but... <laughs> Another podcast for another day. Um, <laughs> tune into my uh, Words with Kem podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should make one. I'm going to be sick that day. <laughs> Can't make it. Um, uh, and nobody said you were invited. It's my podcast. It's separate. It's mine. It's separate. But anyway, yeah. Think about those things yeah. just for yourself. And uh, if you want to share them with us, we'll be more than happy to to lift you up, give you some encouragement, some reinforcement, some affirmation. Most more than happy to yeah. do that. So. Um, 
Send us an email at whengirlschat at gmail.com or leave a comment on any of our posts on Instagram. That's at whengirlschatpodcast. And just sort of keep it in mind that um, oftentimes, as Kem said, we definitely do give it more power than it deserves. And talking about it and putting it out there and breaking it down can be a lot more helpful than we give credit to, I think. Yeah. So uh, if we are not, we don't have that kind of relationship yet, that's okay. Find a friend, journal about it. But if we do, send us an email. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of One Girl's Chat. Until next time. Goodbye. (laughs) Ta-ta. I hold that when I die, I'm close to you, to you, to you, to you.